Hello everybody and welcome back to the Good Bloke Method podcast. Uh, I'm your co-host Mr. Samuel Newton and beside me we have uh, Mel O'Neill King. Hello everyone. Um, today is episode 8. Um, we've had a little bit of a break from you know releasing these podcasts weekly but um, because we've been open in the gym and whatnot. Um, but to start with, we just want to talk about like how good it is to have Athlete X back open again, even though we are under some restrictions due to COVID-19 and, and whatnot. And then that will bleed into like the future of the fitness industry and how maybe COVID's changed people's perception of the health and fitness industry, um, both from those who want to improve their health and fitness and how it's sort of impacting business and uh, the future moving forwards. Um, so we'll kick it off. We'll start with like, yeah, Mel, like how, what's it been like having Athlete X open again? Um, yeah, go for it. It's been very, very enjoyable. Um, yeah, I mean, there's no secret on these podcasts. I was explaining how I was struggling a little bit at the early doors of COVID, being the gym being closed and my work changing, our work changing. Um, but being back open with the new restrictions um, just to fill everyone in what we've done basically we have 12 squat racks and 12 barbells set up and classes are capped at 12 and everyone has their own stuff their own stations Um, we think that's the safest way to go about it Um, it gives us a 10 minute window to wipe down clean down all the stuff that we use yeah. Um, we're not using any of the rowers, bar, uh, bikes and ergs, uh, ski ergs, anything like that, because we have been instructed by the state government to do so. Um, it's been epic to be back. Um, last week was good, it was very busy, lots of questions being asked um, for, for both of us, I yeah. think. Yeah. Um, I do think... It's a tough one for me personally because there's a fine line between being, um, because the coaching is what comes more naturally to me and I do think that obviously that's like why I started a gym, to coach people, but also know that it's very um, energy draining, right? You give, uh, the way that I do it anyway, uh, I try to connect with every person um, and it takes a lot out of me. So to do it properly, or what I say see as properly, is every week I need to be doing things that give me energy, personally. Yeah. Um, it used to be that my training gave me a lot of energy. Mm. I think that's not the case anymore. Um, I th- I do enjoy training. I train try to train every day. I don't train every day, but I try to. Um, but I think putting things in place that are that were good during COVID, like having a lot of time to myself and yep. forcing myself to do what I would call some slower things, reading, going for walks. Bit of self-development and stuff. Yeah, yeah, a lot of that sort of stuff. is. I did a lot of it while I was mm. on the break, to be honest. Um, read a couple of books, went on some massive walks, and I know it's only been a week and a half or whatever, but I haven't been on any big walks since we opened again. So I think now that the gym is open, things are settling down a bit, everyone's back, we're back into the swing of things. Now it's for me is about finding that funny word of work-life balance, I guess. Yeah. Um, 
what does that look like for me moving forward owning my time away from the gym and doing the things that I want to do there uh, so that I can come into the gym and give everyone everything yeah which is how I I want to do it that's how I want to do it Um, so that when I'm here I'm fully present and when I'm not here I'm present with myself Mm. or with Caitlin or with Diva whoever's with me I guess that time like as well like you know um, when the gym was shut it allowed you to gain some clarity as to like how much of that stuff outside of the gym you probably need to do to like recharge reset so that you can come into the gym and be the best you know gym owner or coach version of yourself so that you can give everything to that but it's really important that you still do the stuff to charge the batteries Definitely. like the swims at the beach yeah i know you love going to the beach and that yeah. type of thing um with like athlete x we're both absolutely wrapped to be open again and just to see the space full of like our people you know the, the the athlete x crew like this place would not exist if it wasn't for them guys and like we're extremely grateful for for them and the space that we have and the space that they interact with um and even though we are under some restrictions it's really important that like we're putting some plans in place to make sure that they're safe you know make sure our members are safe and that they can still get their training sessions in too yeah. um i think like adding to the coaching side of it as well like we pride ourselves on delivering high quality coaching sessions both in a class format uh, a one-on-one and two-on-one pt setting that type of thing with people from all walks of life you know all ages if you like our youngest member is 14 15 um, and our eldest is over 70 yeah um and that like requires, particularly if you wanna like coach properly and deliver sessions effectively, like we feel like we should. Um, it does take a lot of thought, energy, um, and you know, to, to deliver a session that's gonna be fit for them. And uh, I feel like that's how people should coach, if you can. That's how you we know? believe that's we should. how we believe we should coach. Um, and it can, it can drain you. And in a way, like that's, that's how it's supposed to feel really you know if you've coached properly and delivered a session to somebody that's like um you know from whatever walk of life or ability it does take some thinking and some planning and some programming to make sure that they get the most out of their session and also from a coach's perspective like it's it is hard work but then also you've got to be able to come out of that and find a tool or have a tool that helps you recharge yeah to go again you know it's funny like, like I had yesterday I had a chat it was in the both nearly all three of the afternoon classes everyone had what I would call like mush brain right so mm, I yeah, was coaching yeah. and like people who are they've, they know what they're doing they've, they've trained for a while they were asking questions that they knew the answer to mm. but they had obviously had long days or a couple of weeks back at work or whatever and they use like they use all their mental capacity at work or mm. with their family or whatever it is. Mm. They come to the gym and that's where we're using all of our mental capacity because mm. maybe they come into the gym yeah. and they're not completely switched on. That's why we're there. Yeah. To coach them, to yeah. make sure they know what they're doing. Oh, actually a low hang snatch. This is what we're trying to do. Like it's yeah. a little bit different because of this reason. That's us using all of our mental capacity to mm. be the best we can be. Our work, yeah. Yeah. But our members, that's not what they're there for. Yeah, yeah. They're there to have us help them through that 
exactly. and still get a good workout in. If they didn't have someone like us there doing that, like it's the basics, they'd be doing the basics, they're going for the runs, they're doing just the push-ups, sit-ups and those things because for a lot of people, they're using their mental energy in a different place, whether that's in their work or if they're a parent or something like that, their focus is their kids, fair enough. Then when it comes to their own self uh, health, we'll call it, they self help self help self help. They don't have that mental capacity, or they haven't taught themselves that mental capacity. So they are looking for us to do that, and that's why it's so challenging for us. And that's why when we do it the way we like to do it, we are drained, just like they are. Mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The thing is for them is they come into the gym, we give them our energy to sort of get them through the, through the uh, gym session and that gives them energy. Mm-hmm. So they've used their energy at work, they come to the gym, we give them our energy and then they're good to go. They usually finish, they finish the sessions feeling like they've won, they've achieved something really good, yeah. which is great. But a lot of the time we don't have that for ourselves. No. Unless we are very strong on Either, you know, me and you, I'm coaching you sometimes or Mm. you're coaching me or Mm. we're going for those, I'm going for that swim at the beach because I need that. Whilst it's completely different to working out, it's like that for me. Yeah, yeah. The the ocean is giving me a bit of energy back so I can lift and go again. Just being in that different environment. Yeah. Different feelings, looking at different things, smelling different stuff, like it recharges you, right? Absolutely. Um, and like you know like going back to that coaching like our members are awesome and like they turn up to the class they 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 work hard yeah which is good and they're extremely you know tentative and and want to learn from us as well like which is good and they come out of it feeling like they've achieved something you know just takes that little bit of extra focus if you like after a long day particularly if the the movements have got some element of complexity in them, you know, mm-hmm. like I know today was, is a gymnastics focus with lots of different holds and shapes and that type of thing. Um, you know, coming in and finishing off the day with that um, level of skill and, you know, that, that concentration both from the member and both from the coach at the same time. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot, but um, yeah, that's how we sort of develop, right? Yeah. Um, I guess that's sort of like a bit of a, a segue into the next point is, um, you know, the fitness industry and like how it's how it's it's potentially changed after this um, break, you know, this COVID break, if you like, where gyms have been closed. Yeah. Like we are now reopening and we are seeing um, gyms wanting to, to grow, grow their membership base. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've seen um, a lot of... Um, you know advertisements out there lately I suppose from from other gyms if you like or you know not necessarily from ourselves just now but um, like in terms of pricing like I know that your health and fitness is a very valuable thing um, well, it's the only thing y- getting people through COVID yeah exactly it is yeah <laughs> if you're not fit and healthy mm. you're at risk and that's the thing like as well like we um, you you spoke about it on your your social media on the gram. Um, had a little bit of a, a rant about it, and I thought it was a very a very accurate point, really. And I was you got a lot of good feedback from it. Um, yeah. Got some negative feedback from it. Yeah. And I feel like it's 
it's front of mind maybe for a lot of um, fitness businesses at the moment is like, should we charge less for our health? Mm. Should we, should we, should we do that so that people can come in and use the facilities? You get more you know? people in. More that. people. Like, does the model of selling by volume really work and actually make a an impact on people's health? You know, um, I know that like your um, chats about it on the gram mm -hmm. went down well and got some negative and positive sort of feedback and stuff like um do you want to expand upon that um and we can keep talking about it yeah um well i, I was just important i just know what it's like to be in this industry and to be honest like whilst i am a, the gym guy like i own a gym i love going to the gym and being around mm. people i'm probably one of the least jimmy guys that owns a gym of all yeah. the Jimmy guys, if that Flying makes air sense. Quotes, if right? you like Jimmy guys. Jimmy guys. Yeah. So visually I'm not the buffest of dudes. And right. I wear funny glasses. You talk about yourself like that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Which yes. so straight up like there's a little difference there. I don't actually train that much either, which is kind of a well, you do. <laughs> More than some but it's less different. than others, right? Yeah. So for me I was just pre-framing those that are in my circle um, to get ready for the onslaught of quick fix offers that are going to get thrown at us when gyms are allowed to open. So my uh, word of warning, I guess, that I put out was get ready for gyms that are going to be a dollar a day uh, or a dollar a week or a dollar a month, right? And they're going to just get you in get you to sign a 12-month contract. Um, you'll probably start really well, get a couple of weeks of solid training in and then fall off the bandwagon. This is a massive generalization. If you're my, the point to my little rant was of that, I think the vast majority of gyms are set up in a way for a very small minority of people. So the majority of gyms in my eyes are set up for the minority of people that are self-motivated and they have the knowledge or they are in the process of learning and acquiring the knowledge of how to train safely, effectively and for long-term health or whatever your goals are. I think everyone's health uh, should be their number one goal for training but if you want to do other things like bodybuilding shows or CrossFit competitions, that's kind of cool as well. Whatever you want to do, that's fine. But I do think the long-term process of training should be about your health. Um, Absolutely. And I think that the minority of gyms, which would be what we would be calling the micro gym mm. of members, say 300 or less, um, are set up for the majority of people. Okay, cool. Let's look at these bigger gyms, these majority of gyms. They are low cost to entry, correct? You get probably, I think, most of them are 20 bucks or less a week. What are you going to get for your $20? You are going to get a buzz key that lets you walk in the door. That's it. 24-7. All day long. If you need a squat at 2 in the morning, go for it. That's probably the only time the squat rack's going to be free. Right? So you get a buzz code to get in. You might get a few free PTs upon purchase or something like that. We're here to kickstart your goals, that sort of thing. Um, most just because you pay twenty dollars doesn't mean you know anything about training mm. or looking after your body in a way that 
is going to help you achieve your goals. You might not even know what your goals are. Mm. If you go online and buy a $20 a week membership and you haven't had a conversation with anybody about your health and wellness, you don't even know, you may not even know why the fuck you want to train. Yeah. You just think, I know I need to get fit and healthy. Well, that's... What do I do? What, what yeah. does that mean? Yeah. Like, why do you want to do that? Is it, <clears throat> is it because you want to be around for a long time so that you can play rugby with your kids? Is it so that you can look good on the beach naked? Either way, you need to know what that goal is because in two weeks when it's raining and you, your alarm goes off at 5 a.m. and you don't want to get out of bed, you can lean in on that and go, come on, I'm doing this for my kids or yeah. I'm doing this because I want to get into the fireies mm. or I'm doing this for this. Has a purpose. Yeah. yeah, it's not just because the world's telling me to get fit and healthy. That's kind of not enough. I have a gym membership. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like a badge of honour that mm. you have a gym membership, right? Mm. So that was my, that's all you get. You get in the door. You don't you haven't learnt anything about yourself. You haven't gone and studied at all about training or how to squat properly and all that sort of stuff. Let's say you do go down the road of going to the gym and you commit and you do the thing. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, eventually, if you do go hard enough, you're probably going to get injured. And I'm not saying people don't get injured at our gym, but I'm saying we're here to help them avoid that injury and try to talk them through and even refer them to people that we know that will look after them. Well, we have measures in place to reduce the likelihood of injury. Absolutely. Yeah. Whereas if you just walk in the gym, you don't know what you're doing, and you, you just start to train, like it's kind of going to happen eventually, mm -hmm. right? Um, so that for me was why, like, is that the right thing for most people? Mm -hmm. I don't think that's what most people need. I don't think most people need access to more gym equipment. Because no. that's technically what you're paying for, correct? Yeah, more stuff. More equipment that you could use. Cool. Like, I think everyone's proven now you don't need any equipment to get mm. fit. That's not what we're selling No. at our gym. Let's go to our gym, right? Which is the minority of gyms. Yeah. What do you pay for here? You pay about 60 to $70 and you can train six days a week. Yeah. So... That's your access, right? We'll call it the access mm. cost. 70 bucks, right, to get in the gym. What does that get you? It gets you six different times that you could train and every single one of those, that per day, every single one of those times, there is a coach who has been coaching for near on seven years. Mm -hmm. I'm nearly coming up to my 10th year of coaching. You're beyond 10 years now of coaching, mm. probably closer to 15, yeah. right? Like, we know what we're doing. Not only do we know what we're doing, we love reading about it. We love studying it. We love helping others get through that journey. Beyond that, that's our job. Yeah, that's what we're paid to do, right? Time. Yeah. So you get the coaching. You get not only the coaching, you get access to the hundred and something people that come here. This is a big one for me. Yeah. When you enter the walls of this place... You now have a hundred and something people that are in your corner for your life, mm. right? There's plenty of examples here. Ben Tinson, Larissa, former Burmese, they met at this gym. Yeah. They are now married and have a child together. <laughs> yeah. That is mind-blowing, mm. right? There's people that have come here that have lost their jobs during COVID and they've been employed by someone who, who goes to this goes gym. goes to this gym, yeah. right? 
So not only are you going to come here, get fitter, get healthier, learn about training, learn about how you can like move your body for a long period of time, but now you have all these people that let's say you fall on tough times, they're there to help. Mm. They're going to be there to help. Not just me and you, but the members, Yeah. right? If you spend that 70 bucks a week investing in that, all of a sudden, I'm going to go say, you're probably going to have a job for life because someone here will help you. Not only will you have a job for life, you're going to learn how to move better, eat better, feel better. And to me, to pay 70 bucks per week, which is if you have a job, maximum three or four hours work, mm. that's, a, that's a great investment for your long-term health. For your life. For your life. Yeah. Now, well, it's not just it's not just our gym. Like, if, no. Like, and, and advice we could give people who are wanting to like, you know, improve their health and fitness, find a gym that has that. Yeah, absolutely. Find and a I, gym that has that. It doesn't and, have and, to be our gym. No, and do exactly yeah. And like, you know, you owe it to yourself to like find a place that's going to give you that that community connection. You mm-hmm. know, that's going to give you that that opportunities to grow and really focus on your goals yeah and things you want to achieve not just physically you know mentally but then also like you never know what outcome you might have on your life you might yeah. meet somebody and fall in love absolutely you know what i mean like um find a place like we know a few yeah um and that the embrace that style embrace that style of coaching and community, community and um that type of gym and that approach like and that's we need more of those I think as well with like people that a lot of people are let's say apprehensive to join a gym like ours you know they may be there a bit fearful Mm. about group sessions I'm a one-on-one trainer I get way more out of one-on-one training Mm. the same thing that's sort of holding I think the same thing that's holding people back from group training is the reason that they should do it the other night I'm coaching a class in that session is a young man who's 23 he's a mechanic got a young wife just got married squatting next to him is my mum who's 63 years old yeah like they shouldn't quote unquote be training together but they are as they're training together what's happening they're conversing they're talking to each other about their day They're, they're they're learning to speak to people that are outside their realm of yeah of people right mm. that is growth yeah that's growth beyond getting a better squat next time that young gentleman or my mum sees someone or meets someone in the street of that vintage age gender whatever they now have the capacity to talk to them they know a little bit about maybe where they're coming from versus if they just live or train in that they're by themselves, they don't really talk to anyone, well, they get into that scenario in the real world, they have no idea about this young person. Let's say Linda only ever trains by herself. Well, now she may look at like these younger people, mm. like, ah, what do they know, this, that, and the other, and you see it all the time, these people, they're like a little bit cynical or whatever. You come into a place like this, you are gonna be forced to train with people outside, maybe people you probably wouldn't even like right Hmm. but because you're in a gym like this where we believe everyone has the right to train as long as you're not a dickhead yeah right people get found out if they're like those people right whittled out yeah 
you're then forced to like realize, oh, hang on, this person's just having a bad day. If, yeah. If like everyone has bad days, right? Yeah, yeah. So you've got all these different melting pot of people, mm. which is why I love it because they're all forced to like talk to each it's other. So diverse, yeah. Yeah. Mm. And then all of a sudden someone's having a bad day and you're like, man, why is he being like that? Or why is she being like that? Mm. Well, you're forced to actually like stop, realize they're having a bad day. They're not a bad person. Let them have a bad day. And that's okay. Let's come back again tomorrow and do it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe you have a bad day and you're the one being a bit short and doing the thing and, you yeah. know. Yeah, So I think... And being in an environment to even say to people, like, you know, I am having a bad day and yeah. that's fine. It's okay to be, be vulnerable. Absolutely. But then also I'm having a bad day and being okay with that because not every day is going to be a good day. No. You know, I'm being okay to sit with, I think we mentioned it before, sit with the discomfort of the fact that I'm not quite feeling right. Yeah. I think I even said it on my coffee thoughts that I've been putting on the gram. Yeah. Um, on Monday, I think it was. I yeah. said, look, like, I'm not feeling great today, but that's okay. Yeah. You know, like... It is what it is. I'm not freaking Superman. Tomorrow's <laughs> the next day. Tomorrow's the next day, and that's fine. I'm not afraid to be vulnerable like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but, like, that's the community and the environment here yeah. is conducive to that. And we're not saying we're the only gym in town that has that. No. What I'm saying is that the majority of people should be going yeah. to gyms that are set up in a way like ours, but they don't. The majority of people look for low budget, mm. low cost, low input, they're low dedication, like, it's... It's not what they need. I've said it. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Like, but I'll kind of rephrase it a little bit. Those type of gyms, and this gym, will change your life if you let it. Mm. If you allow it yeah. to happen, you know, be open to change, be open to being uncomfortable mm -hmm. with not just the training, maybe having a conversation with somebody. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, it will if you allow it. Um, and like going on to that as well, like, you know, with, you know, cost, cost on health and fitness and stuff like that. And like, you know, the cheaper rates to get access to 24 seven versus, you know, our model, you know, mm -hmm. um, the weekly rate at 70 and access to group classes and that type of thing that's fully coached. Like, do you think that that has an effect on um, this perception of what a coach is? This perception of like, you know, to the the population that fact that a a PT is um, you know a little, shouldn't shouldn't charge a lot for it mm. should um, be you know you're just there to you know PT's there just to be a bit of a cheerleader count and count reps, reps you know um, I don't need to pay lots of money for you because well, you're just gonna count, count my, my reps. reps for me yeah. you know like and that like that I feel that happening that yeah. you know that the the cost and like what people are perceiving a pt or a coach to be is that type of person yeah, you know it's education right yeah and i feel like you know with the dollar a weeks the dollar a days the 20 cents an hour or whatever you want to break it down into it kind of like undermines people that have spent pretty much you know a good portion of their lives mm -hmm. educating themselves you know to a degree level, diploma level, you know, certificates and like, you know, you, sp you spend a good portion of your life, 20, 30% of your life learning this shit, mm -hmm. you know, like, and then 
to like have it where it kind of waters down your not just the market but like waters down your qualifications mm-hmm. you know the knowledge that you've gained yeah um through being perceived as like okay well pt is just this person who or a coach is just this person who counts reps for us yeah we've just shown it in our gym and other gyms that are like this model that we are more and beyond just counting reps um i don't know what your thoughts are on that but um, yeah i mean the way we run our gym is pretty uh we'll call it um lean there's only three of us that coach here so there's myself you and then elijah or tari mm-hmm. and throughout this whole thing because we were running on that model of like there's three of us and we all work pretty close to full-time hours and this is our job our life and our passion when COVID did hit it didn't really affect other than the gym closing we all still had our jobs we all still had work to do our goal was still to help people right Mm. yet I heard a lot of very average stories coming out of a lot of very average gyms Mm. right the vast majority of PTs that I know basically got kicked out of their gym as Mm. we did Mm. and then they got told yeah you're on your own we don't have any work for you that's that's being treated not very well (laughs) well it's it's it's, to me it's poor Mm. if you have 4,000 members like some big gyms do do those 4,000 people now not need your help because that's what they're paying for yeah that they're they're saying I want help with my health and wellness yeah and because of the size of your facility, you you've have these employees. Yeah. We'll call them PTs, right? Which technically, I suppose they're not employees because they're like subcontractors. But they pay for the space. Yeah. They yeah. pay to yeah. use the space. Mm. But to not help them in any other way than to say, "Yeah, you're on your own." Um, when the gym's open, we'll let you know. Mm. That is piss weak in my yeah. eyes, oh, personally. True. Yeah. Um, and that's a model that I think is set up not for these people who have studied their whole lives yeah. to help people. Actually. If, if you did a yeah. survey on why most people started PTing, it's because they themselves have got a lot out of training and they want to give that to other people. To other people, yeah. They want to help people. They want yeah. to share that knowledge and they want to you know, give the transformation and mm. give their knowledge to people. When it all kicked off, there was some very average things going down in regards to people getting fired from their jobs, people getting not looked after by their employees, Mm. people that could have got government help that decided not to and then said to their, these contractors, you're on your own, good luck. See you later. It's not, I don't think it's ethical at all to set a business up that if something hits the fan, you're not going to be able to help people. Now, I understand not everyone wants full-time employment. Not everyone wants to dive in and be a full-time coach. Some yeah. people just like to do it a few hours a week, Whatever this, that, and the other be. thing, yeah. right? But these aren't the people I'm talking about. I'm not talking about those people that are like, I just coach a couple of afternoons a week. This is full-time, lifetime coaches who have been thrown out training in parks because the places of their employment or the places that they work at have not been helpful in Mm. any process of how 
to like go about continuing their business. Yeah. And I know of a lot of PTs that have been severely burnt mm. and decided either to quit PTing, which in my eyes is a sad thing because they have the knowledge, they have the passion, and they want to help people. Yeah. It's not like Australia's getting fitter, it's getting less fit. People are getting more obese and more sick. We yep. need all the people we can that are willing to teach, willing to like guide people to get fitter and healthier. So that was my one of my other rants was about the way that some other gyms, mainly bigger gyms, dealt with the whole COVID situation. There's no like perfect way to deal with it. I get it. It's a crisis, but I just thought a lot of people could have done a lot better. I understand that for sure. Yeah, and I and I, and I do agree. Yeah, people could have done a lot lot better. And like you know, the the PTs and your employees, particularly in those bigger gyms, if you like, are like the people that you know either do it part time, full time, you know, and like have dedicated you know some form of education and time in their lives to bettering themselves with knowledge and to, so that they can help more people like bigger gyms like need to be embracing those type of people mm. the pts the coaches so that they can like help more people again like that should be the main goal right yeah um to get them into their facility so that they can help some more people in the right way um and not have that taken away from them well they're the um, professionals and, yeah and don't and 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 you know try and dispel this perception of the fact that like a, a PT is just a cheerleader you know that's going to count count reps for you and that's all you need mm. you know um, these coaches here are trained the PTs are trained to help you make changes in life yeah on any level yeah um, so the future the future yeah for us for our gym yeah because mm. we've quote unquote survived COVID right the gym's open again we yeah. are shut for probably two months, um, opened Monday a week ago, so 10, 11 days ago. Um, what do you think the future holds for us and for maybe the wider gymming community, we'll call it? Yeah, interesting one. Um, I feel like it, it is in a bit of a transition, you know, like um, I think more people are becoming aware of their health and fitness and more people are going to be wanting to participate in some form of class PT session or whatever it might be to improve their health and well-being um, how that's delivered um, I don't know I think um, the group classes um, depending on how they're delivered um, are going to be the future because it depends on the coaching as well in those group classes. Um, I know that we are going to maintain a, a high standard of coaching um, in our classes. Um, we want to be able to offer a little bit more diversification, if you like, to to our classes, but in through like workshops and seminars and like who knows retreats towards the end of the year next year. Um, which adds a lot more value to it. But I feel like that model that we run where um, and other gyms run too, you know, where there's that sense of community, people feel like they're a part of a team, you know, of like-minded individuals 
um, you know, is the future and people want to be a part of a community. And I think now more than ever, it's connection, human connection is really important. Uh, people are going to start recognizing that that's what they need more than just the physical. Um, and that sort of transition, I feel is going to happen a little bit more. Um, and like having it so that, you know, you go to a gym and you just have a membership and it's a 24 seven access. It's going to serve a purpose for so long until you recognize really what you actually need from your body and what you need from your life. Um, and facilities like ours and others that are very similar and embrace those values are going to um, become a little bit more popular if it's done right. Mm. If it's done right. Um, and yeah, that's why I see the future going going that way with our type of model, if you like. Yeah, what about you? Yeah, I agree. I think for us it's about leaning in to the coaching. Leaning into the actual things that yeah. make a difference. Like yeah. we have, we've always kind of had those smaller group sessions because mm. we believe that that allows us to coach the best. Yeah. And for me, that is very fulfilling to mm. coach really well, mm. to not have 30 people in a room and just be guiding them to be safe. So mm -hmm. like, okay, you stand there and just yeah, don't hurt yourself versus actually slowing them down if you need to and say, yeah. cool, just try this. This might work a bit better. And you, unless you have three to four coaches, like for me, like a one to 15, one to 20 starts to get a bit blurry. Yeah. But around that, 12, 15, 16 numbers, pretty good. You can still coach really well. Getting beyond that gets a bit tough. You know, obviously, there might be better coaches out there at it than I am, but uh, for me, that's a happy number. Mm. I think moving forward, I would like us to stick to that. Yeah, and yeah. Say, yeah, this is what we do. We run these sessions and they're 16 people. We have enough equipment for every person to have their own stuff, yep. which we do. Yep. Um, so we don't need to share it's cool to have like a lot of people in the room throwing down and you know all getting after it but it doesn't have to be like that all the time mm. that's probably a smaller percentage of our training yeah um yeah yeah who knows like i feel like the model that we're running at the moment and particularly with us like looking at not reinventing the wheel if you like but trying to offer more value to our people is the future for us anyway yeah, absolutely. You know, whether that's through the form of like, you know, workshops, retreats, that type of thing, seminars, mm -hmm. um, nutrition guidance, and the rest of it, and we're looking at sort of refining that so people can get more from absolutely. from us and get access more to us. Kind um, of already started. There's a yeah. new website going live on the weekend. Yeah, nice. With um, some cool new features mm. that I've been working on, and. Yeah, the retreat thing is happening mm. end of August. Mm. So Which is stay exciting. tuned for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's pretty much all I have to say on that type of thing. I don't know what you want to say about the future of fitness in general, but like yeah. that's where we're at with it and that's what we believe I mean, is going to happen. But again, yeah, back to that class thing I was chatting to people yeah. yesterday, like someone said it whilst COVID was going on and it was like it stuck to my head. Fitness is free. Mm. You don't need a gym membership. No. Some very fit individuals that do it 
in the park. Mm-hmm. They run, they jump, they do push-ups, they do bodyweight movements, right? But if you're not super keen on learning all that stuff and studying, then you need someone that is to help you, Yeah. right? Um, someone that is on that level of wanting to learn about it. But beyond the fitness is what you get when you come to places like this. Yeah. You get that connection with people. You get that, like, all the stuff we spoke about. And I think that's the difference. Those are the things that you get different. The fitness is free if you want to do it by yourself. That's fine. Just make sure you stay safe. But it's all the other things you get from a place like this that I think is where you get your value from. Yeah. I like it. Cool. We'll wrap it up there. Yeah. Thanks, team. No worries. Thanks for tuning in, team. Um, that's episode eight in the bag. If you've got any questions um, about today's podcast, feel free to connect with myself um, or Mel via the gram or Facebook or wherever. Be interested to hear um, back from you guys. Um, stay tuned for episode nine coming next week. Um, and yeah, enjoy your day, team. Peace. Thanks very much.